Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 17, 2017. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Adam Rosenmarks. Usually Michael Chamberlain would be doing this part of the show, but uh, he's not with us. He's over in Germany. He's getting some uh, calf blood injections as we speak. Um, unfortunately, uh, Michael has run into trouble because he said that uh, he didn't want the calf to be dead. So he is sucking straight from a live cow and they've just they slid an artery and then just Chambo's just latched on with his mouth and he's just drinking down the warm blood of a, of, a, of, a, of a young calf, a beautiful young calf. So he's out in the field just doing that while he's over in Berlin. So filling in, coming off the bench uh, this afternoon, this evening, this morning, wherever you happen to be listening, it's uh, from the Swedish Plum, Nick Maxwell. Thank you for jumping in. Oh, thank you for having me, uh, Adam. Uh, it's a great shame uh, Michael's not here. It is a real shame, isn't it? I would have liked to see his smiling face. Yeah. Well, we just we had to give him some time away. He's been... Uh, He's been sleeping with a lot of people at uh, Wayne Jackson Studios. Really? Yeah, yeah. And considering it's just uh, the two of us in here, yeah, it's so pretty disturbing. Breach, breach uh, OHS. Well, he is the he's the high power in the show, okay. and so I just felt like um, he just had to step away and think about what he's done. He but said, you haven't made him resign. No, no, no. He will be back. He will okay. be back. Yeah. Have you slept with anyone at AFL House in the last couple of weeks? No, no, I haven't. Uh, nor here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, look, it's uh, it's on the bucket list. Well, that's a good thing to do. Uh, how, how do you how do you feel it's played out? Simon Lethleen and Richard Simkis have had to. Uh, had to resign from their jobs. They resigned. They weren't sacked. They stepped away from the gig. They went, you know what? You know, Simon Lethlane said, you know what? 900 grand. It's, it's too much to earn for one man. I, I, someone else should have this role. <laughs> the taxes are killing me. It's, um, oh, look, strong decisions by both. Yeah. You know, really brave to, to, to cop it on the chin. But it, we, I saw it coming. Like, name Did like, you? Name like Simkiss. Oh, I it mean, was all over it. You know, he, he was kissing everyone. Yeah. Men and women. Yeah. Oh, I and I heard uh, Daryl Fingering is going to be in big <laughs> trouble in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. But knowing Daryl, I don't think he'll step down. Yeah. Oh, look, <laughs> is there a cultural problem at AFL House? Look, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, Lethleen, um, you know, he, uh, he didn't strike me from the start as someone fit for the job. But that was, you know, that was just an instinct thing. But you, yeah, you picked it. You picked it at the start of the year when he got the when he got the two number two job. Yeah, I was just like he seemed a bit rough around the edges. He didn't have the you know you know Gill just you know he he, he does that private schoolboy thing yeah. so well. You mm. know his, his hair is it quiffed quaffed. It's a quiff. It's a quiff. It's a definite quiff. It's it's a beautiful buffant, isn't it? Yeah, and you know and so I, think, well, I love Gill's line. I think it, I don't know who it was, but mm-hmm. he did say Caroline. Yeah. And uh, did you hear this? He said, <laughs> no. um, they asked, you know, why this happened and, and, you know, if there was a problem at AFL House. And he said, yeah. look, it's, it's a unique set of pressures, mm-hmm, Caroline. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not that I'm going to use that as an excuse. Of course, you know, by, by saying something just randomly out of the blue, yeah. uh, like unique pressures, and then saying I won't be using that as an excuse, but it is a unique set of pressures. Yes. I mean, he's not using these unique it's set of pressures. It's not an excuse. excuse at all. No, but he's just bringing it up. It's just part of the system. It's I mean, part of what happened. What he's, what he, I think what he's trying to infer is the difference is... 
the, the pressures they're under, they're different to you and me or your oh, average, no, no, average no. Joe. No, no, no. If you or I slept with someone at work, it's not because of unique pressures. It's no. just because we're fucking horny. <laughs> exactly. You know what and it's we like? we are you... low breeds. We are animals. Yeah, you know what it's like when you rock up to work on a Monday, everyone's a bit down and you just think, fuck, I'm toey. I just fucking want to get my hand away. Exactly. How that, do I do it? And that's why we're not given these high positions. Yeah, and you just think, who's in charge of Auskick? <laughs> that turns me on. <laughs> Who's in charge of Ovskick in Queensland and New South Wales? Oh, she sounds, oh, she sounds like a fox. Well, I, I just think exactly. They, they had a unique set of pressures mm, mm. and the only way to deal with those pressures was through illicit sex. And, you know, that's was what, it illicit that, though? This is two consenting adults. I mean, sure, he's, he, they're, they're partners. The partners of the men would say, we hate you. You're fucking, your assholes, get out of my house. But mm, mm. to the greater community... They're just they're a couple of adults who just they just love they love the AFL so much. I think you're right. I will after this podcast look up the definition of illicit. Yeah, and I'll get back to you. Okay, thank you, thank you. Because I I don't I don't have an issue with it. I think I think one of the things that's come out of it is that uh, there was a little bit of a culture issue about a uh, there was a, a, a list getting around. Uh, they'd rated like a top ten list of the hottest women working at AFL House. <laughs> really? I'm not, not joking. This yet. is Lefleen and Simkiss. Well, and I don't fingering. know. I don't know whether <laughs> and Daryl. I think Daryl fingering. Uh, Came up with it. Right. Okay. It's classic fingering. But um, this is one of those email leaks. Yes, it, it's come out. I actually, I think, I think it's okay if Mike Sheehan does it because <laughs> he's, right. he's top fifty at the start of the year. Yeah. And so you go, Mike, come into AFL House. Can you rank rank the babes down here? Yeah, old rubber mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and see what he thinks of it. So they had a list going. So that that's not a good thing because that list. How long do we have to wait before Lethleen and Simkiss are mm. on open mic? Oh, they should be on this Tuesday, shouldn't they? Or they should be on the footy show. They've got to, they've got to start making public appearances. I think so. I think Open Mic needs to stay current and you need to get these guys on now. When they're go, red Guys, hot. what kind of positions were you in? Yeah. Well, what was happening? So they had a list. And I, can I just say, everyone's got a list. Mm-hmm. But it stays in your fucking heads, mate. You don't put it to paper. Yeah. It's what you talk about after, after work and drinks. Yeah. The, it's not for the common. It's, not, it's just not to be put out there. Yeah. So you've, so you've got uh, the the girl from Auskick. From Auskick, yeah, and then and then the other girl was the a, legal, a lawyer, yeah, the legal, legal legal girl. You got the you got you got uh, you know, and then number ten as a joke is like Madge in accounts. Yes. Yeah, chuck her on there. Yeah, put her on there. Yeah, why not? She seems like a goer. Yeah, she'd love it. Um, <laughs> I, I, look, I I think it. Look, I personally, the story seemed very grubby to me, and I was like, oh mm. god, but but I was surprised. Double resignation. I'll, I'll say that. I was surprised with the double res. Do they go in there together? Like, does anyone, like, everyone knows who Simon Lethlean is. What about Richie? Richie Simkiss. Simkiss. No one knows him. Does he, he go in and he, deals like, oh, mate, fuck off? He's probably like, nah, I'll be right. Yeah, yeah. Why would Lethlean's I have to like, fall if I'm myself? going, you come yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. Why do they both have to go? I just don't understand why they have to go. Whenever stuff like this happens, it always, mm. you know, it, it always makes you realise how much the, the adult world is just like school. Yeah. You know, where yep. it's like, Lethleen, yeah. you know, you can't be kissing Susie Johnson yeah, there. You've got detention. Sim kiss, you're in too. And he's like, well, I didn't do I, anything. I didn't do it. Yeah, Simon was doing it. That's not good enough. Both of you in. Ali, did you snap someone on the weekend? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I did, mate. You're expelled. What? <laughs> you can't expel me. I just fucking snapped some fuckhead. Fingering, you're in detention anyway yeah. for the rest of the year. So I believe, like, there's, there's no two I see at the moment because they're, they're so... Devoid of uh, of high you know high executives in there. I believe uh, Jack Gunston's dad 
Ray Gunston is because uh, because Gil's going to the Tour de France, even though it's all falling away, <laughs> falling around him. Really? Yeah. For personal, I believe so. Yeah, he just loves he loves a bike ride. Well, mate, look, another solution to the unique pressures of the job. Yeah, go and uh, watch people ride a bike in France. Yeah. Some of us sleep with our uh, mm. coworkers. Mm. Some of us need to go to France to watch uh, world cycling race. Yeah. So that's what he's done. He's getting away from it all. I, I think it's kind of bad timing. I think he needs to be here. Isn't James Hurd over there in Europe? Yeah, I think he is. Uh, now, do you reckon Gil and James will catch up? They seem like the kind of they seem like two heads that I could see uh, banging together when when in Europe. They may, look, I don't know where James is. They Can may you be in the same country? Well, well, I mean, he was in France for such a long time, so perhaps business, right? Business course. Well, yeah, that was his year off. Who and he also coached the uh, Paris Poodles, famously. Um, <laughs> So do you reckon Gil just rings him in? Because can you get a corporate box at the, at the tour? Can you just sit there in a box? I suppose. I guess you would. Just wouldn't. drinking crownies? <laughs> I guess you wouldn't see much. No, no. Zip past me. If you're on the, like towards the finish line. I, I, look, I, can I put this out there? Yeah. These are sports I don't quite understand. Uh-huh. Uh, cycling, motorsport. Yeah. You know, how do you polo? watch? How do you watch? <laughs> yeah. Because we know Gil loves yeah, the polo. Gil does love the polo. Mm. So that was the thing. That was the, when I saw Lethleen, I was just like, it's not going to work out, mate. You're not a polo guy. You're not a polo dude. Nah. You're just the roughest guts. You're a pole guy. Yeah. You love Pole you. only. Yeah, that, that, that's all he loved. So they, they are devoid. I'm thinking this is a perfect opportunity to get Ricky Nixon back into the fold. Wow. You go, Ricky, you know football. You know how football runs. Does he what? Yeah. We need you. We need you. You're a clean skin, aren't you? And he goes, oh, yeah. Toot, toot. And they go, mate, get back in here. And they go, you know what? We won't check, we won't check your Twitter. I won't even look at your Facebook. I just trust you on face value, Ricky, that you're a very trustworthy man. No. I won't even read your book. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't go anywhere near the Kick ladies. No, no, not at all. No, it's not his style. <laughs> no. It's not his style. No, he's much classier than that. I don't know if you know He preferred the Kickers. <laughs> uh, day one, Ricky had arrived to work yeah. just by parking, like just leaving his car on some tra- tracks. <laughs> tra- tra- yeah, bolting from it, yeah. Yeah, don't worry about that. I've taken the plates off. It's fine. Right. Where are the Oz kickers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the tram pulled out in front of me. What do you want me to do? <laughs> you know that Ricky, uh, speaking of the Sweetest Plum uh, podcast I do with uh, Declan Fay. Declan, I don't know if you're a fan of this, but it seems that men like Declan, a lot of men, mm. they like get, having a few drinks at night and then getting into Twitter Oh, fights chipping with out. other other men. Like oh wow! Giving them stick until they they fire back. Yeah, and apparently that's been going on between the Swedish Plum and Ricky Nixon. Is that right? You got a beef? A few of our listeners have followed it up. Yeah, and one guy uh, kept slamming him until Ricky blocked him. Oh, he's gone the block. But yeah, and I, from what I understand, that's a win for us. If yes. Ricky goes the block, that's a win for us. But what I found interesting was that Ricky has apparently been working on a. Um, he apparently is in trouble for. Uh, you may have covered this. He's in trouble for getting some tax relief for. Uh, oh yes, we we didn't did we didn't talk it? about it. No, but I did see that story. Anyway, so as part of that, they discussed what he'd been doing, and apparently it was a video game concept for um, oh, something like uh, uh, what would it be called? A virtual a virtual agent. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's sort of like a, a super coach sort of thing, but you're an agent. But you're an agent. Yeah, for as a computer Just game. like Ricky. Yes. And you can, you know, put a curly mop of fucking hair on your head, <laughs> drive your car into a tram, bang yeah. some underages, and then just <laughs> then start moving the player names around yeah, yeah. the board. So I found that very amusing that that's what he's into. So I assume he could put that – I don't know if he can put that on hold. Probably massive money. 
Knowing yeah, no, Ricky that's, is going that's, gangbusted. So if he, if he may be available, I don't know. Yeah, well, he has proven himself to be uh, very good with technology because in his book he uh, typed out a YouTube link. <laughs> yes, you've shown me this yeah. firsthand. <laughs> so you've got to read it and then type it into your browser. Read it. Memorise it. Oh, absolutely. When you memorize get home, it. just toss in that YouTube link. Yeah. Away you go. <laughs> As we all do. And because they're, they're very memorable links with all their codes <laughs> and different letters and numbers. They're very, very handy. Oh, coders would love it. Yeah, they would. Now, just uh, before we move on, we, uh, we have a live show coming up. Oh, Nick. fantastic. We have a live show September the 3rd at 3 pm at the European Beer Cafe. Uh, get on try booking for your tickets. We've got Luke Hodge as our guest. The 300 Gamer. The 300 Gamer. I've, I, I didn't know this until he retired and mm. I texted uh, my friend Hawthorne's supporter when he retired and, I, yep. and weirdly I just wrote, I'm sad Luke Hodge is retiring, great player. Yeah. I don't know what it was, it was something about the last game, or not the last game, their most recent game, yes. watching him play and uh, wasn't he stitched up by Isaac Smith, holy shit. Uh, I, I, that just proves that Isaac hates him. <laughs> you know, he's just, he just goes, up. Oh, fuck you, He's a closer, Hodge. isn't he? Well, I mean, I'd hate being that fan. Like, I'm sitting there impartial, yeah. cursing him. Yeah. And I hate being that fan, but it's just a bit like, what's going on? But people got stuck into Isaac on social media, on his Instagram. People were like, you fucking... Someone said hashtag cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Not that As I've clicked do. on that hashtag. Yeah, yeah. But they've got any... Yeah, what else is there? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have a look. I don't want to check that Lethal out. Lethal would be all over that. Yeah, totally. But oh, I just think it's a bit unfortunate. Isaac Smith has done a lot of good for that club. He was on his left. I mean, I don't mind to play on. Everyone's like, why did he play on? Yeah. I know why he didn't play on because last time he didn't play on, he had a set shot and yeah. blew it. Yeah. So play on. But yeah, just dob it. it. Yeah. It, it just fell. Yeah, what was, am I saying? Mate. I've never played the game. I can't say that stuff. Hodgie on the right. Unbelievable. He's, a, he's a, just a great man. And so it's going to be a fantastic afternoon. So uh, get on to try booking. Type in junk time. We'll check it. Uh, the tickets are, tickets are moving pretty solidly. So Great. Now, Chambo's sure back. In. You and Ch- Chambo's back? Chambo is definitely back. He's never met Hodgie, so I reckon he's pretty excited. Oh, he would be. Do something special because doesn't Chambo have some weird... Hawks jumper where he's just written Cyril on the back. Yes. Get 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 a jumper, get Hodge's number, get him to sign it, put it in one of those absurd frames. Yes, get okay. Get Chamber to keep it forever. That's a great idea. We will do that. So, uh, yeah, make sure you grab your tickets. It's September the 3rd. There's nothing else on that weekend. I don't think AFLX is going to be happening. They've been talking about it. But... Oh, yes. So that was, a, that was what they're going to do during the bye week. So there's no footy on, so that's why we're doing the live show. Do but... you know what the uh, final proposed rules were? 30, I don't, 30, oh, 30 second quarters, yeah. uh, Gatorade bars at the yeah. end of every quarter. Yeah, and a square ball. <laughs> Dipper is the umpire. Yeah. It was going to be great. Yeah, it's just going to bring that. And it was only going to be played by people who didn't make the finals. <laughs> so it's the, yeah. the cream yeah. of the crop we're going to be running around out there. The, and also, the Western Bulldogs. Yes. Well, you, you don't think they're going to make the finals? Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, I, was, I, was being, I was being a little bit harsh. They've, you know, they, they've, they've still got a, a – it's going to be tough, isn't it? It a is going to be very tough. Jam. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't – to be no, I'm not I – haven't, I haven't looked ahead and, and uh, I haven't done my – an algorithm of putting in every game of uh, sides between 4 and 12 mm-hmm. and the doggies definitely won't make it. But, uh, you know, I knew, that, I knew they'd beat the, uh, the Blues, unfortunately. They just had to. Yes, they did. And Carlton, we played them back into form. You haven't done, you haven't done a ladder predictor yet? <laughs> I haven't. It's it's because it's too. You you got me on a super coach, and I gave that up. Too mathematical. Yeah. And a ladder predictor this season. I yeah. Mean, no, I it's have incredible. In the past, yeah. But this season, I'm just like ah, I don't feel like getting my graphics calculator out. Yeah. There's too many permutations. <laughs> yeah. You got your cos. You got your tan. I don't know what that fucking shit is. <laughs> so we we mentioned briefly before uh, James Heard. Mm-hmm. He's been handing out the Norm Smith Medal. What are you? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I just. I mean, 
I'm sorry, but this couldn't be more classic herd. Yeah. You, you saw it, you heard his quote. He's in Europe. Yeah, again, absolutely, yeah. Always yeah. in Europe. Yeah. Happy or sad, he's in Europe. Yeah, running like away. Like we give a shit. Yeah, no, he's running away from his issues back here. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know, present those medal. And his quote was, mm. oh, if, if they've asked me to do that, I'd be happy to do it. So whoever was telling him he didn't believe them yeah. for some reason. Oh, yeah, he thought if there was a stitch up. <laughs> That's what he thought. Uh, yeah. Uh, a, a stitch-up. Yeah. A classic. Yeah, he thought, oh, hang on, someone's having a fucking... He thought it was like um, old lady Croft. <laughs> he didn't know what was going on. He's like, hang on a It's an old lady now. Old man's thing of the past, is it? Yes, I think so. It became an old lady. So it's very an old... Fu- very good stuff. Oh, yeah. It's an old lady who's really <laughs> thick-set and about five foot ten, <laughs> as all old ladies are. But not... But unfo- I don't know. Is old lady working quite as well? Because you don't have Gary in a New York Yankees cap feeding him great lines like, fart again. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that kind of stuff only Gary can come up with. No, no, no. I said that that was pre-depression. So I don't know if Gary's got that kind of gear in him anymore. Yeah, well, he's, he's just thinking about, you know, Mrs Brownless. So he doesn't want to do it anymore. I don't, I don't know if um, old lady Croft is still going. Okay. I just thought that maybe in Herdy's head he's gone, <laughs> yeah. oh, maybe they're bringing it back just no, once. he's smart. Yes. He's not going to be taken for another ride. No, no, no. He's not an idiot. You did tell me about this and I thought it was interesting that old mate Robert Walls mm. said don't boo Herdy. Interesting. Which, which is a great thing of him to say. Robert has instead proposed that uh, prior to giving out the medal, they just get about 10 or 12 guys with boxing gloves in a circle. Just, <laughs> just really rev him up yeah. before giving out the now, that's medal. What you do. I think that's good. Now, you only do that to rookies. Oh, yeah, right. So the story that Nick is alluding to there is... Um, so when he was at Brisbane, can you remember the name of the player that he oh, got in Shane... We'll have to look that up with the word illicit after the podcast. Yes. No, I'll look it up now. It I'll look it up Shane, now. So quickly explain the story. Shane Merman. So, yeah, Robert Wall's out there in Brisbane. He's like, I'm just going to take charge of this culture. There's no culture. No culture. Here. You know, everyone's, everyone's just having a surf and having a, having a laugh. I typed in Robert Wall. Johnny Gastev's just having a laugh. Uh, mate, he's, take, he's taking a piss. Brad Hardy's just taking his shit. <laughs> uh, I typed in Robert Walls Brisbane and boxing came up. So this story comes up straight away. Straight so, away. Yeah. There you go. Shane Strempel. Strempel. It's like a character out of quiz show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Strempel was tossed in the middle of the circle and Wallsy surrounded him with his, his senior players. Oh, look, admittedly, he put boxing gloves on their fists. So oh, he's that not was an idiot. Something. Yeah. <laughs> that was something. And they all just went to town on Shane to show him, you know, how to stay in line. I think Shane had done something like, you know, <clears throat> had a beer after work the day before, something outrageous. Okay, well, um, it says here, uh, Robert Wall says he ordered the punch-up because one of his players, <laughs> Shane Strempel, needed to be taught a lesson. So it sounds like he ordered the code red. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> the code Strempel. It says here, in a highly un- unorthodox training session, well, it doesn't have to be, <laughs> It appears the, the, the Bears, I say the Bears back then, formed a circle, put on boxing gloves and one by one purposely thrashed and pummeled <laughs> Shane Strempel until he was bloodied and bruised. Oh, the poor son of a bitch. That's AFL. Yeah. So, and it says, what do you do? I mean, you're 21 and your coach tells you to do something, so you have to do it. You've got to beat the living shit out of someone. I mean, look, Robert Walls had the record at that point. I mean, he's a premiership coach. Yes. He's yep. come up there and they've just gone, well, this is how they win premierships down in, down in Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> they just strap on the, oh, yeah. the gloves and go to town. We can't say no. Oh, no, that's how they won the 87 flag. Yeah. They, punt, they, got, they just fucking got uh, David Rhys-Jones just to punch the fuck out of someone every week. <laughs> 
So he says here, uh, this is a player saying, uh, he sent us on a lap and we came back and there was a bunch of boxing gloves on the ground. And so we're all thinking, you know, well, something's going on here and Rob had some really interesting training drills at the <laughs> best of times, but this was something a bit different. And he picked eight of the biggest blokes that played. So he's picked eight blokes and sent Shane in the middle and said, look, this is maybe the only way we're going to get some respect from you or the players and sent one at a time in for two-minute rounds. He even got a couple of guys from local building site <laughs> who were even bigger. Just put some rocks in their gloves. So the first round was obviously an even fight because Shane was up to it and he was a big bloke himself and could box. But the, by the time two and three came around, it was tough for him to even hold his arms up. So it became a battle from there on in. And how did Brisbane finish up that year? Oh, look, I'm going to say they weren't that great. Uh, it says here that, that uh, Shane was a bit groggy. He had copped uh, a bit of a pounding and had blood coming from his nose. He had problems with his teeth. So it was a fairly severe sort of punishment, I suppose. Are you supposed to, you, Robert Dixon? I mean, when you look at it, when you look at it I mean, I guess it's a bit harsh. But what did they say he did or they didn't? Uh, oh, it was just to, just to bring him into line. Bit of respect. Well, yeah, he clearly wasn't showing respect. Uh, so someone here says it was a strange made, disciplinary attempt even by the standards of a decade ago. He'd um, made a joke the day before about, you know, Robert's name. Yeah. Robert Walls. You yeah. Know, you know, he walks into Walls. He's a bit of a boring character. Yeah. Wall of a bloke. You can't say stuff like that and get away with it. Oh, no. He needed to... Uh... He, you know... Robert Walls, you know, listening to him is like listening to paint dry. Right, that's it, Stremple. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, Robert Walls said it was a highly controlled situation. It was only sparring. He was there the whole time to make sure the player was safe. <laughs> yeah, Walls just standing off to the side, just shadow boxing. <laughs> hit him in the teeth. He's still got teeth left. Take his mouth guard out. We do not stop until he has no teeth. Oh, Brad Hardy said, uh, basically said that's enough, Rob. I think that means he's had enough, which stopped the whole incident. Well, you'd expect that from a Brownlow medalist. Well, tr- absolutely. That's why he left Footscray, because Mick Bolthouse would often get players in a circle. Yeah, and so Hardy's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, i am never... He goes, oh, my worst nightmare. Yeah, it's all happening it's again. That's happening enough, again. Rob. Uh, apparently, Rob Brad... goes, you want to go in next, Hardy? <laughs> he said, we'd better stop or we'll kill him. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that, but... No, 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 but what, what better way Just to... Just something like this in the, in the you know, the, the Brisbane, su- Brisbane afternoon sunshine. Mm. Fans watching on with yeah. the, with yeah, the It wouldn't have been a closed session, absolutely not. <laughs> but what better way to teach someone a lesson than by killing them? You well, imagine the respect you... that goes through the group. <laughs> After that. Yeah. He will never play again. Yes. Or see <laughs> or do anything. Or eat again. anything solid. I don't, I don't mind that at all. How did we get to that? Well, that was what uh, I suspect Robert Walls might have in Oh, right, gotcha, 30, yes. As opposed to fans booing him mm. on grand final day. Well, I, my thought on that... That would be... Uh, sorry, but that would be fantastic. I mean, just... This is, mm. And this is me. It's a personal thing. Yes. You're not uh, a fan of the Herdy. No, no, no. It's not even Herd. I just mm. don't... You know, something like the AFL, it's also everything's so neat and tidy and the players' welfare and the this and the that and yep. the money and the blah. That would be fantastic. If Herd got up there... And because you know we've gone through the Adam Goods booing saga, we've yeah. gone through every the other. If if the fans just mercilessly booed James Hurd <laughs> as he tried to hand the Norm Smith medal, mm. I mean we couldn't because beyond blue mental health. I mean you know 
I, I assume anyone who boos James Heard at the grand final, if James Heard went on to kill himself, those fans could be prosecuted with murder. Well, yeah, they are to blame. So, they are to blame. But also... <laughs> in that case, I doubt there'll be many... You've yes. got to be pretty brave. Well, also, it's a bit weird because usually the people who are ha- still hanging around by the time the Norm Smith is handed out, they are from the winning team. They're not going to be in a booing mood. No. They're going to be festive. They're going to be like, oh, fucking dirty, ah, dirty. And then they'll just get on with yeah. singing their theme song again. Al- although by then, you know, his nickname will have been changed to Herdo. Herdo. Yes, of course. It must be. Although... Will there be many GWS fans hanging around after the game? It will be the emptiest the MCG has been in a long time yeah, right. for a grand final win. True. Look, I think, uh, yeah, you know, I, I saw some grand final footage the other on Channel 7 on the weekend. Yeah. And they tell me, maybe you know better than me, maybe I was a sucker, but yeah. they said it was a little gag they cut to beforehand saying here's some inappropriate fan involvement and it was Cameron Ling oh, after a flag yeah. just, uh, just uh, kissing Kissing a woman in the crowd. Really? Have you ever seen that? I'd never seen it before. And so my first assumption was, well, it must be his now wife. Yeah. Uh, knowing, uh, you know, knowing the stuff, from, from the stuff, the, the endless crap that Lingy says during the commentary. Yes. I, can, he just sounds to me like a very happily, you know, married, content guy. Now, I may be wrong. You know, you used to do that a lot, Simon Lethlane. <laughs> would just walk through oh, a yeah. crowd and just just, <laughs> just, pash, just, pash, just pash girls. Yeah, it was uh, inc- incredible. He yeah. just fucking went for it. And a very dangerous thing to do at an, a Saturday Oz kick session. Yes, but he didn't care. The ages range. Oh mate, but there's a lot of there's a lot of milfs there for for, <laughs> Simon, for Simo. He loved it. So, yeah, so in, the, in those in those designer Ugg boots. Ooh. Yeah, he's a sexy man. Sexy man. So uh, James heard to hand out the Norm Smith. Did you watch Friday night Essendon v St Kilda? Essendon v St Kilda uh, uh, flicked on mm. and it must have been three minutes to go in the second quarter. The scoreline was too great yeah. to ever flick back on. Yeah, okay. I mean, it was I, no, a... I did flick back once just to double check, but I was like, eh. I don't know what it is. Bombers this season are an odd team. They're just, like, they're just getting the wins. But every time I feel like it's a kind of a almost phony win, they feel like imposters or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, we know how to get wins. But at the same time, like, we're not really going for it this season. It's no. It's a bit of fun. They're good is very good. But then they'll, they'll drop a few games. Like they dropped the game to Brisbane the other week. And you're just like, how the fuck did that happen? That, you, you're, you're better than that. You know who introduced that to the football terminology? Who's that? Paul Ruse. Did he? Look. We know their good is, is very, very good. good. So yeah. we'll, 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 we'll be preparing for their best. Yes, okay. You've got to prepare for their best, don't you? And then hope that it falls short. Actually, it began with our good is very good. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, where, where we fall away, our bad can be very bad. So it's trying Whoa. to improve the gap between our good and our bad. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. That was Paul Ruse for a couple of years. Yeah, right. Because it's I... really stayed with particularly the my favourite is, hey, this week you – Fucking hate that mob, don't you? Last time they cracked you in the face, and you really want to beat them. You, uh, you know, what do you reckon? They're in shit house form. Yeah, yeah. Look, we'll be preparing for their best. Yeah. That team uh, only has one player playing this week. Uh, you're probably going <laughs> to win. Yeah, we'll be prepared for his best. Yeah, and his and best is very good. Very good. Yeah, he's he's very good. Uh, an interesting comment that came out of that game on uh, on Friday, Friday night. I think it was in, uh, deep in the last quarter where um, Essendon were playing some pretty pretty sexy football. You know, they were moving the ball very quickly. They were looking Joey very D. good. Oh, wasn't he great? Don't we love his personality in the game? He's hugging people. He's loving it. He's taking hangers. But Bruce McAvaney said that Essendon would be everyone's second favourite team now. 
And I thought, you have missed the fucking mark by so yeah, far. Yeah, I don't there, think mate. I'm not. No one. And I'm not saying, like, I'm a Carlton fan. I don't expect everyone, anyone to think that Carlton would ever be my, uh, anyone's second team. Yeah. That is the most fucking deluded comment I've ever heard. People yeah. hate Essendon with it's a passion. Off. He should never be and allowed. This is, this is one season out of the greatest drug scandal ever. Yeah. Oh, it was I'm the darkest not, day in, in Australian sport. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to dig that up for anything. No, no, no. But I mean, I mean, yeah, that is way off. And, and plus, Essendon not they're, exactly. They're not a team that have ever had a soft spot with anyone. No, and then that's the thing. Essendon fans love them. They hate everyone else. No one likes Carlton. No one likes Collingwood. You know, Melbourne is a bit of a soft spot going on for Melbourne, but they're getting a bit angry and thuggish. I just think that Bruce should have to pay <laughs> for those comments. Like yeah. there should be repercussions. Oh, fine. A fine, uh, a couple of weeks off, something like that. You know, you have to go call the VFL for a few weeks. Something you've got to pay a price. You can't you, just say stupid ch- things like that. You got to go easy on Bruce. You got to go easy on Bruce. He's not swan song. I know. You let those things pass like it's your grandfather saying oh, something racist. Okay. Oh yeah, second team, Bruce. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Very good. No, they're allowed here, Grandpa. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Let him let it let him go. But yeah, no, the bombers. Did you know that they still do this? I don't know if they still do it mm. at their home games. They have someone. Oh, crank up the siren. Crank up the yeah. uh, the air raid air siren, raid siren, which yeah. is you know in really really good taste. Yeah, uh, an air raid siren. Just take us back to uh, to World War One or two or two. Yeah, and just crank up that siren. But it's great when they get a female member of the crowd and they shoot them from a certain angle, and as she just works her arm, yeah. you really don't know what she's doing <laughs> unless you switch. On, like yeah. I'm sure the Essendon fans are. My oh, second favourite team, by the way. Oh, are they? Thrilled for them this yeah, year. Great, Darcy Parrish has re-signed. Joey Danaher, since he f- was missing every goal, he's mm. kicked everything since. Fantastic. He must be six foot five. Love him. <laughs> what about... Uh... Oh, tra- what's his... Uh, the the um, who's the, who's the little guy with the big legs? Collier? Joe Watson. <laughs> Joe Watson. Yeah. I think it is Collier. Collier, Watson. Yeah. Hooker. Hooker, yeah. That's the worst for me. I'm annoyed. If Melbourne had Kale Hooker yeah. and we said, yeah, Kale's uh, got an undercut and he's going to play forward, it, it would backfire so quick. Like it, it would, we would be like the laughing stock of the league. But somehow yep. Essendon are just <laughs> nursing a, an undercutted Kale Hooker through games. So you think he shouldn't be allowed to get away with that? No. Well, I don't know how he's getting away with playing playing for, you know, that well or, or – Holding down a position forward. Yeah. I don't well, know how they do it. All right, let's get on to the Demons. You're disgustingly aggressive team. What is with Bernie well, Vince? Look, you know me, Adam. Bernie Vince elbowed Eddie Betts in the head. No one touches I, Eddie Betts. Superstar mate. Eddie Betts. Yeah. Like, let's not say Eddie Betts without saying superstar. Yeah. Excitement uh, machine. He does have a pocket. He has his own yeah. pocket. I mean, let's, can we please say that? If we don't say that, I don't actually know who you're talking Did about. Did they mention it? You know me. Yeah, yeah. You know that the player's welfare is the first thing, yeah. the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but in this case, the MRP have come down very hard on Bernie Vince. I don't know if it's just because AFL.com.au wanted the headline two weekends off at Bernie's. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Perhaps there was a deal done. Did he get two weeks or one Sim week? Kiss left. Yeah. He got the deuce. Two weeks. Two weeks. Now, I want to talk about this. Okay. So during the game, yeah. you were talking about McAvaney. The commentators were Luke Darcy, yep. Matthew Richardson mm-hmm. and 
<clears throat> well, I don't know if we can call him a commentator, Basil Zemplis. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's a hard now, listen. When Bernie uh, made a side-on contact with, I forget the Adelaide player. Richard Douglas. Richard Douglas. Sent him down. He got off ball. that. He got off completely. The, all night, you should have heard them go, he is in some trouble there. Oh, Richo was adamant because Richo knows the game. Oh. The MRP does not like to see that. When, when your head's over the ball, yeah. in, the implication being that Douglas is over the ball and Vince is about 10 metres away. Yeah. Just, just lined him just up. Like, just oh, how can I break his job? Yeah, I want to take his head off. He's so, like Robert Wall in 91. <laughs> so, of course, the MRP, th- nothing. Not, yeah. not even a, not even a I, didn't, I didn't hear anything about it no. for that. But the, the tiny elbow on Eddie Betts, which I agree, madness. Don't the know why Vince Eddie is Betts, doing man. it. Don't know why Vince is doing it. Yeah. But I don't know how they found two. I don't know how they found two. I totally understand. I don't know what Vince's go is there. I assume it's just anyway. Is there a discipline problem? At is there a culture issue at Melbourne? You've had a lot of players suspended this year. You broke Patchy Cripps's jaw. You fucking dogs. Clayton Oliver's been going the fans. Yes. Um, that was actually pretty great. It was it? it was good fun when they asked Oliver about it. Yeah, and they and he he made a statement. He was done. They asked him about it. Did you make a threat to the man? And he just looked it away and went, "I don't believe so." <laughs> okay, I I threatened to kill that many people. <laughs> I can't remember specific incidents. I was amazed the support for Clayton Oliver across the board. Oh, he shouldn't have had to apologise. It was ridiculous. But I was worried for him because it's just that new, it's that new age of, mm. you know, there's no reason for him to be talking back to the fans. It's no, like no, you, you can't take that bait. But I was amazed at just how the community, you know, commentators, whoever, were just like, they, they hated that fan. Yeah. It's a blues fan. Yeah. What do you look like with a cap on? No, it wasn't me, mate. It wasn't Very me. Very good. Yeah. But um, do, do we have it? Do we? Yeah. Do, what do you think? Well, I think it started to creep in. You've wanted that harder edge, but you've overstepped the line way too many times now, and I think you need to pull it back a bit. You're playing very unsociable football, okay, but, but it's starting to cost you games. Okay, two things. Mm. Did you see Jaden Hunt's torp? At I three did. Quarter time? Fantastic. Unbelievable. I reckon there's there's an element of that which you can't. The way that they're playing, you can't really. You can't... So it's full throttle. It's all or nothing. I don't think they actually know what they're doing. Yeah. I, I keep saying to my brother after the games, yeah. Goodwin's got no other gear. There's no other gear to this team. So it's flat out. It, it's flat out and we, you know, we lose or we win. But there's no... I mean, he might make a few positional moves or whatever or send someone to se- someone, but they just keep playing. They just keep doing it. Yeah. And there's, you know, some shocking turnovers and then there's just some freak goals. Yeah. And then some freak elbows. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. some... Death threats to fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but apart from that, yeah. I don't know. It all seems looped into one yeah, weird okay. trip that we're on. Mm. Who knows? I tell you, speaking of uh, big shots, what about uh, what Kane Corn said about Patrick Dangerfield? Now, if you didn't see the game in the weekend, Patrick Dangerfield went to take a kick, accidentally kicked Jared Roughhead in the leg in the process of it. Really hurt his foot, like had to go off the ground, hobbled off, could barely walk. He was on one leg, as they may have pointed out in the uh, commentary. But Kane Corns has come out I and said I didn't hear anything uh, about that. Didn't, didn't hear any... Any any references to winning the game off his own boot own that he boot. only had one? Didn't, didn't one hear boot. anyone say that. No, okay. Well, I'm just, just filling you in. Um, but Kane Corns came out on Sunday and said that uh, Patrick Dangerfield is renowned <laughs> and renowned at Adelaide for exaggerating his injuries. He was calling him out. He was saying he wasn't And Kane injury. can say this because he played at Port Adelaide. Yeah. And he said that, uh, I, that Adelaide players sat Patrick Dangerfield down and said, mate, 
you you exaggerate your injuries. Was it too a strimple type situation? Yeah, he was in the middle, and they <laughs> said, "Mate, you, you haven't got concussion. <laughs> You'll get your vision back." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, What's with Kane Corns? He's throwing some big, some big haymakers. Like Patrick Dangerfield I mean, came out and said, "I don't listen to Kane Corns," but he went went Damien Hardwick last week. He's, but it's he's become gone Patrick too obvious. It's become too obvious. Like he's the new. I guess it's David Schwartz. I guess it's like, so. I will say something inflammatory. Yeah. Here it comes. Get ready. <laughs> How much? Like if he's paying, being Lloyd paid, does that. If he's being paid really good money, hmm. you know, good luck to him. But I don't reckon he is. No, you don't think so? Well, I don't know. He's such a little turd. No one gives <laughs> shit. No one likes him. What's, you know, it's it's like, clear no one likes him. He is, he is so close to when he runs out of material, just going, I'll tell you the swear words players have said to me on the field. Yeah. I remember one game. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kane. Bye. Yeah. I guess he's trying to make hay while the sun shines. So he's got a contract and they're like... You know, he's just getting that. It's like a uh, contestant on a reality show where oh, they go, hey, you they know, know they're we, the bad we love boy. that thing where, you you know, you take yeah, a dump yeah. in the middle of the room and yeah. everyone else freaks out. Do that more. Yeah, yeah. And Kane's getting that from someone. Well, I think, I, think it's, I think it's refreshing that he's putting it out there and he's having a go at, you know, ex-players and ex-teammates. But when you're only having a go, I think – see, immediately I go, I don't know if I believe this Dangerfield thing. Yeah. Because – Corns is just like, I will have a go oh, no. at everyone. And then you go like, oh, if he wasn't, I'd go, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. What if Dangerfield does do that? No, I certainly because don't. it's Corns, you're like, I don't believe it for a second. Yeah, I certainly don't believe it. But I love it. <laughs> I just love it. I, I hope he's just fabricating stuff just to get himself out there, get another contract. Well, I reckon there's actually a segment in that. So he's, I like the term that he's used. Kane Corns reckons Danger milks his yeah. injuries. I want a segment. New, this is a pitch. Yep. Could be for your show okay. or for the, the networks. What's he on? Is he on seven? I no, he's on Channel 9. He's on nine? On the footy show. It, should be, footy it show. should be, you know, Corns milks it. And it's just him oh, milking a cow. Yeah. Just giving you the absolute lowest of the low anecdotes about, you know, his time in footy. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Corns th- milks it. Yeah. Dangerfield was amazing. He kicked five goals, six, 11 shots of goal for, for a, and, and haven't they been fucking talking about the stay at home forward? Jesus Christ. Look, I'm no, I'm no Dangerfield. Uh, I don't get. Apologist? I'm not apologist. I don't get, I don't go into a frenzy with Dangerfield like other people do. Okay. But I love this, I love this most recent game because my favourite thing mm. of a midfielder going forward and being damaging. Yeah. I feel like Dustin Martin can do it better in the years to come and it's the, it's the Darren Jarman. Story. Yes, yeah. The grand final Darren Jarman story. You put a sort of short, talented midfielder at full forward who does the standard lead outs. Yep. That's the thing. Dangerfield was leading out like it was 1992. Yeah. No, it was great to watch. It was great. And I really enjoyed it. So they, they did really well. And, you know, I would have enjoyed it more if he wasn't milking the fucking shit out of that injury. Yeah. Like he's shit. Yeah. What a dog. Get Kane Corns on the phone. There's fucking nothing wrong with you it. You got a phone? Yeah. You got a phone on this show? I do have a phone, yeah. We don't have, uh, we don't have Kane's number, okay. but uh, we can just... We can just try all the permutations. He'd of do it. We just have to sling him two fifty. Yeah, no, we can do that. Now you said that it, it's reached the lowest of the low. I don't think it has. I don't think it has. Now uh, Nathan Buckley, his um, career, it's, it's on a rocky on a rocky path. He may not continue on as coach of Collingwood next year. They had a great win over over a very mighty Gold Coast team, <laughs> who were down two players. Like they are. <laughs> I mean, they're in. Not like the window is open. Their premiership window is is wide open. Mm. As we all say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, as Buckley has said probably 12 or 13 times this year, you know, you, you string five or six together, anything can happen. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So with all the talk going on about uh, Buckley's future, the Herald Sun, they pulled out the big guns this week and they, they went to the top. They just said, we're going we're gonna to find out what, what's really going on. And they spoke to uh, Joffa. 
Okay. Who, who, who was it from the Herald Sun? Do we know? So it was Jay Clark, or as he's known, Jay-Z on uh, <laughs> Triple M. Very uh, good. Gilbert Gardner, I don't know him, and Glenn McFarlane. And it says uh, Colt. Oh, it was, it, was a, it was all of them. It was three of them, yeah. Thanks, oh, mate, it's Joffa. You can't <laughs> just send a single yeah, person no, out no, there. No, That's oh, fucking, Wow, this yeah. is three journalists. How many days do you reckon they spent on it? You know. They would have been embedded with Joffa for a while. So they'd <laughs> yeah, spend a week yeah. with him just to, yeah, just to yeah. know. This has gone back. Yes, yeah. Wow. So it says Good here, on them for getting the scoop. It's pretty hard. I didn't see any of this in The Age or any of the other papers. You don't see it anywhere else. That, that's what makes it uh, the Herald Sun. That's <laughs> the number one footy, uh, you know, um, paper. They got the scoop. They said Colt Collingwood fan Jeff Joffa Korf <laughs> has urged the Magpies to re-sign embattled coach Nathan Buckley, saying list deficiencies were to blame for this year's slide. And he said Korf was adamant Buckley's the right man to lead the, lead the club. Now, when I heard this story, I assumed mm. that they were simply contacting Joffa to get in touch with his tailor yeah. to try and get Bucks one of those sparkly jackets as a going away present. Oh. But it sounds like Joffa's actually leapt to the defence of, uh, of Bucks and wants him to stay on. I think that is uh, – I reckon that's a pretty bad call by Joffa, personally. Do you? Yeah. No, but he knows, he knows his football. But look. He's been to more games than I have. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like. He I does imagine... watch from behind the goals on not a great angle. Does yeah, he, there is. Do you that. he watches the tapes during the week? Does he go back through the tapes like the coaches? Well, I would say they're always talking about behind the goals vision. Yeah. He is the man He's for it. it. So okay. they'd, they'd be, you know, Bucks would be ringing up. But going, there's Joffa, always what fucking pom poms in yeah, his Yeah, yeah. Joffa, what did you see? He goes, oh, not much. I was, <laughs> I was, I thought someone had nicked me, nicked me a gold jacket, <laughs> uh, and then, then I had a pie. And then, then, I, I, then it was the second quarter. I forget after that. Yeah. Very, there's, a big, there's a big black spot in yeah. between about ten minutes into the third quarter and then three or four days later. Yeah. So I can't help you after that. Can't but help you, Bucks. First, <laughs> the first half was very good. Yeah, you were great. And I, I, I th- When I, I say that, the pie was very good. Yeah, yeah. And also I think that we'll probably win the flag next year. So I'm very, like, I'm not, I'm very reasonable, you know, very measured. Yeah, look... Uh, no, look, uh, I couldn't disagree with Joffa more. Really? I, I'm the, the most I'm happiest for, for Buckley is it seems like he's going to get to go out with dignity yeah. and that it seems like his, his, uh, the hives he seems to get at, at bad times, they don't seem too strong at the moment. Yeah. They seem to have, have gone down a little bit from a few weeks ago, which is nice for him. Yes. No, he's doing really well. And Tanya Buckley. I mean... Oh, when you've got that kind of support at home, you don't really need to coach. <laughs> That's right. You know, he's just doing it for fun. And look, he'll, you know, he's probably got one more Brownlow. She can wear one more uh, yeah, one more lovely outfit. outfit. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And I mean, you know, he's been hamstrung a little bit. I mean, what Chris Mayne? He hasn't been able to get Chris Mayne into the team. I mean, he could choose him, but he's just chosen not to. <laughs> but uh, and that that that's that's really hurt Collingwood going through. Yeah, see, if he could have his time again, mm. do you reckon he just goes forget? You know. Keeping Daniel Wells in cotton wool. Yeah. You can play every week. Yes. And I don't care if your legs are stumped by yeah. the end of the game. You're playing. Yeah. You don't even get bench time. Chris Mayne, you're full forward. Mm. Jamie Elliott. Stay at home full forward. People love that. <laughs> Jamie Elliott, you can have crutches for the first six rounds. Yeah. And no, you can't get your hair dyed like that. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. He's Laying setting a bad some, example. Yeah. Some, some rules. Yeah. You know what they need? They need cloak back. Yeah, that'd straighten him up a bit, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he'd come back. I, I, maybe they could... Here he was struggling with depression, Travis Cloak. Yeah. Now, this is my thing. If you, if you don't like this, you may not like it. But do you agree with this? Mm. The AFL players, 
the, the number of them, and I'm not, I'm not passing judgment on any of their claims, but they come out and they say, I'm depressed, mm-hmm. uh, I need time away. And the club say, take as much time as you want. Yeah. If you want to come in and train with the boys, train with the boys. Yep. If you don't, you don't. Whatever you need, you'll be paid in full. Yep. You've got your contract. Yeah. Just do what you need to do. Yeah, we're do. looking after you. Now, can you imagine if your job – I don't know what your listeners' jobs are. I'm just talking in terms of my job. If yeah. I said that, they may, out of a legal responsibility, agree to that. But I can promise you next year I'm not being hired. No, just they... got a real feeling that next year they're like, yeah, we might get someone for the job who's not going to do that. We're not making any judgment. But anyway, that's just the vibe I get. And I think it's interesting that AFL players go, oh, it's fantastic that this could set an example for other people. Yeah. It's great because what they'll do, they'll set an example for Joe down the road. He'll go tell his boss. He'll get four weeks off. And when he comes back, it's like, yeah, we don't have his place here anymore, Joe. <laughs> Real sorry. But, yeah, we kind of got Jim in. Oh, um, nothing to do with the, um, the quote, depression. unquote depression. Yeah. So, yeah, so you, you, you're not buying into it. I, I, believe, I, like, I think it's good that they've come out and talked about it. And I think it's great the clubs get around them. Because you need to get around someone in in that time, I think you know, because uh, it's it's like an injury, and so you send them away and you get them fixed. And I would like to think that in the real world, that that would happen, unless you know, unless the person who's depressed is a fucking idiot and you want to get rid of them anyway. Mm. And I'm not saying there's a connection because sometimes good people are depressed. Well, you know what they should do if if players get a leg injury, as you're saying, mm. they send them to Germany and pump them full of, full of animal blood. Yeah. With the depression, oh. why don't we send them to uh, to Austria? Ah. Get them the very best psychotherapist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, possible descendant of Freud. Why yeah, isn't okay. that happening? That's a good point. Yeah, you know, if Alistair Clarkson's being sent to the Super Bowl, let's send him to uh... Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, you send him to the happiest place on earth. There you go. Isn't Chambo there right now? Uh, I, I believe he's been asked not to return to okay. the to the Paris that's, Disneyland. But yeah, you, you send him there because, like, you know, if the player's injured, you try to get <laughs> him fixed. That's right. If they've got a mental illness, you go, yes, we will take care of this. What do What do you want to do? You want to? Do you want to? Where do you want to go? Pirates of the Caribbean, fix him right up. Yeah. Do you want a tour of Universal Studios? Would that make <laughs> you? Would that make you feel a bit better? There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, I don't. I, I, don't I, I, look, I think that's. I think I'm surprised if they're willing to put so much effort. Yeah. Into the. Physical side, that's maybe they should the emotional side as well. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Just Especially say, when we're talking about it every other week. Yeah, if, yeah. As if anybody knows anything about it. Yeah, get them counselling. Find out what's what's brought it on. Let's talk about it. Yeah, look. Let's I help think, you out. I think now in his new role, this is a job for Jeff Kennett. Yeah. Oh yes, that is true. That is true. So uh, we'll finish. God, he looks good with a shaved head, Jeff Kennett. Oh no, he scrubs up really well, doesn't he? <laughs> real, nice. real handsome man. He had a good head of hair too, and he's going fuck that. Do you reckon he does that crew cut himself? Yeah, absolutely. Felicity's you know, that's not that's Felicity's not touching that uh, head. I don't think so. Now uh, we'll finish up on this story. Uh, Elise uh, Eliza Sewell is a uh, a journalist for the Herald Sun, and she was embedded with uh, North Melbourne for a week. Sat in on all the meetings, mm-hmm. all the coaches' meetings, all the everything that was going on. Which oh, I would be a barrel of laughs. Yeah, it wouldn't have been fun, but I think it's great access and good on North Melbourne to you know give that kind of thing and to go. Yeah, we're going to have someone in there. You can report on everything you see. Yep. And so this is uh, they pre- we're preparing to take on. So they lost that game with the last kick. Uh, this is after the game where Goldstein missed the goal oh, against yeah. Fremantle. So he had the chance to win it, and uh, she talks about. You know, what happened immediately after the game um, when Scott saw, says, you know, what did I say to you, Goldie? And he said, uh, Goldie says, I created the opportunity. So he's pumping him up, saying you got, you got the chance. You created that chance. I mean, he got a free kick that wasn't really there. <laughs> but he's, you know, he's building him up. 
It's good. Positive reinforcement. Exactly. I mean, he should have not followed... Like the, not like the Robert Walls days. No, no, yeah. We would have had the shit kicked out. <laughs> yeah, what did I say? And, I mean, he should have said, I created the opportunity. He goes, yeah, and then followed up with, yeah, and you fucked it. <laughs> Just reinforce it. Yeah, you're pumping him up, yeah, but, mate. Yeah, exactly. There's no point... There's no... There's, being positive is one thing, but ignoring reality... Yes. Well, that's a danger in itself. Yeah, yeah. He's living in fantasy land, isn't he? From what I heard, that um, the journalists got to spend time with, with Brad and mm. apparently two or three hours of each day was just him pulling up YouTube clips of bad umpiring decisions, just <laughs> flipping his lid. <laughs> and going, that the umpires spoke to each other and they told him to give, not give free kicks to Lindsay Thomas. I'm positive that happened. Because <laughs> well, Lindsay Thomas is a very, uh, very fair player. Well, he's, he's just likeable. Yeah. He's probably everyone's second favourite player. <laughs> yes, yes, I think so, Bruce. Yeah. I think you're right on that one. And very, um, just a very reliable kick. Yes. Uh, and another thing that comes out of it which interested me, uh, so they, they go through, obviously they check out how much uh, weight they lost, uh, lose during a game. Oh, yeah. So they're talking about Ben Brown. He checks in pre-match at 101.3 kilos and ends the game at 98 kilos. Shit. Yeah, so he's dropped uh, 3.3. And it says, this is what they tell him, he will have to drink five litres of fluid in 6.2 hours. Now, the five only litres. fluid, five litres, that's a lot. The only fluid that you drink that much of in six hours is beer. Mm. So basically they're saying, mate, just fucking hit it. You, because could you imagine drinking five litres of water or Gatorade or anything like that? But do you reckon, see, I'm so confused these days. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon they're allowed to or what's the deal? Because I don't understand, mentally, I don't understand how they go on. These, with the, the idea that, or they, they can't drink after games. Like Melbourne did this thing the other week. There was four VFL players. Oh. The poor assholes don't even get to play in the main team. Yeah. They're down there. They had a beer after a game. And Disgusting. And it was like, what are you, do- <laughs> you doing? You're done. You'll all have a week off. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, I know it's elite sport, but seriously, uh, I'm sure, surely you can combine. Like you need to, like surely you need a, a mental respite. Yes. I completely agree. When you're sitting there and you've got, you've go, oh, I've only drunk four litres and I've only got half an hour to drink another litre. I've been pissing all <laughs> night because it's a night game. So then you go, well, I'm not going to get to sleep and then I've got to get up every couple of hours to well, go. Well, you can't have the Gatorade because that's full of sugar. You can't have the beer because it's full of alcohol. So I guess he is just <laughs> drinking water, water or, you know, I don't know. What, do you, what is it when you had to drink when you got, uh, when you were a kid, that, you, you know, those. those oh, uh, like Lucozade? Yeah. Or Lucas warm Aid. lemonade By appointment to the Queen, Lucasade yeah. yeah, warm lemonade Warm lemonade, maybe a Milo Do you mix it up? Do you throw a Milo in there? No, I'd... that'd put you to sleep Then you wouldn't get your five litres in They must be going insane though. If they can't, if they really can't If they get no respite They must be going insane Other than uh, uh, the high of playing AFL on the big stage Lasts for so long into the week yep. That it carries you through I yeah. don't know you know, playing video games and eating spag bowl with three other players every night. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's doing it for me personally. No, that, that's, a, that's a fair point. Then she talks about going through all the uh, all of the video as they watch it back and sitting in with the meetings oh, and that's stuff. Tr- yeah, that's during the week. Yeah. Okay. So she talks about that. It's kind of interesting. But then she says, and I didn't realise this, a shin boner is declared after every match. One. One shin boner. One shin boner per loss. Well, maybe one per win as well. Just one. You've got to keep wins. it even. I just I'll have to check on that. Do they have wins? Have they had wins? I think a couple. No, not if it's within a goal though. They usually throw those away. <laughs> um, so I don't know what you get. Drinking Mad Jack Dawes ever got the shin boner? Oh, maybe like if he, he put ran... his shin bone on someone's head once. Yeah, uh, maybe if he ran to the right spot once. <laughs> They're like, "Fuck, Mad Jack, you've done it. <laughs> yeah, that was where you're supposed to be. Well done. Uh, good old Mad Jack. Yeah. 
so it's actually it was a it was a really good article and just talking about um the the way they the, they talk about uh, tackles. Brad Scott says here the the he was talking he doesn't like them putting the arm out for the tackle. He says uh, come forward inside shoulder, split that bloke in half. Ugh. That's coming from the Brisbane days, isn't it? Well, you know that'll be the thing. So the next uh, a shin boner will do that. Yeah, he'll almost literally split a bloke in half, and he'll be going. Now I know you got reported. Yeah, but. Mm. You created the opportunity. Yes, to that's get all it's reported. all about. Yeah, it's all about. And then, of course, they go on to talk about how much they eat. And this is it's pretty amazing. Uh, so they have a chef in there, as all teams would. Do they? A chef in there at Arden Street? Oh yeah, like a, a, a Michelin, <laughs> a Michelin chef. Big hat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just fucking cursing out his sous chefs. That's why they're uh, one of the poorest uh, teams in the league because they spend it all on catering. <laughs> right. Yeah, they got like uh, foie gras. <laughs> You know when you run off and you feel like a foie gras? Yeah, or the uh, the degustation. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a ten, it's ten course. So as they go Ma- through each part of the match, they <laughs> yeah. have another course. Magic just comes in and goes, "I need some uh, smoke in a tube." Yeah, yeah, it with, tastes like cockles. Yeah, with uh, with matched Gatorades. <laughs> <laughs> you go, well, this uh, this would go with a uh, purple Gatorade because <laughs> it's a dessert. Very good. Uh, they go through eighty kilos of bacon and about a thousand eggs a week. Oh, okay. It's a lot. There's baked beans and mushrooms as well. There's plenty of avocados, five trays a week. That, that, well, can I say this? That mm. sounds very breakfasty, all of that. Oh, yeah, I guess because they're in there early. But so then... you're in there at the club. So that's the thing. It's a bit like, it's a bit like primary school. Yes. You know, primary well, schools take school. care of the yeah. kids who don't have food. It's a bit like that with the footy club. You notice that with footballers. It seems to be a constant thing. They all need to be taken care of. Yeah. No wonder when they retire, they don't fucking have any clue how to do anything. <laughs> yeah. They just start driving cars into, you know, pubs and, yeah. you know. Or they just walk around going, you know, can I have a free meal? And people <laughs> are like, no, you've got to fucking pay for this. Yeah. Uh, no, a cop, you don't get a free McFeast. Yeah. How good is this? Their lunch on the, on the particular day that she was in there, a seven-hour slow-cooked lamb. Salmon and chicken thighs with taco seasoning plus a roast pumpkin and chickpea salad. <laughs> I don't know why. I just find that all comical and absurd. How's this? And this is, uh, this is again, it's like, uh, like uh, primary school. We have chicken strips when they win. <laughs> the boys love the chicken strips. They love a chicken strip. It's like it's a Pavlovian technique. Yeah. If you don't give them the chicken strips when they win, they won't win again. No, no. And so when they lose, what do they, what do they give them? Just like gruel. <laughs> Well, just no. a bowl of well, it gray like If they don't win, they get the 12-hour lamb shoulder. Well, yeah, that's, that's quite, true. Yeah, that's quite the punishment. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, boys. You can't have chicken nuggets. You'll have to have chef-prepared <laughs> lamb shoulder instead. Yeah, yeah you, ah, you poor butt. Ah, fuck. No wonder they're losing all the close games. <laughs> I bet your magic doesn't like the food. Really? Why is that? I just feel like he'd have a, you know, he might have a, like a, a taste for... Uh, oh, yeah. For... <laughs> For the exotic. I don't want to finish this sentence. Yes, okay. <laughs> well, let's wrap it up. Uh, Nick, thank you so much for coming in. do appreciate you being here, filling in for Michael Chamberlain, who will be back on the show no, next I'm, week. I'm very grateful. The studios are incredible. Yeah. Uh, although after what you said about Chamber, I'll be careful where I um, tread. Where you lay your hat. Mm. Yeah, you know what he's like. Uh, tickets for the live show are available at Try Booking. Type in Junk Time. You'll find them. September 3rd, 3 p.m., the European Beer Cafe. We've got superstar retiring Hawthorne yeah. legend Luke Hodge. That's amazing. So it's going to be a fun afternoon. We're still trying to book a couple other guests. We're waiting for some pieces to fall into place, but get your tickets there. And, of course, you can go to junktime.bigcartel.com and get yourself a stubby holder as well. They'll be on sale on the day. So check all that stuff out, and uh, we'll be back next week. Go Blues. Go Blues.
Oh, go the demons. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.